5: Two pros at a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can listen to this show on the iHeartRadio app. You know you can find it on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever the hell you are making us a part of your Thursday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We always bring this show to you here live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection. Fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Uh, it definitely is important here in the studio that we must have the replay of the Iowa-Michigan State game on. That's important. That's what we need here in this Why studio. is that? Uh, what do you think? Cause every, Sam is, Sam, is Sam
6: going back over all this to make sure that Iowa's you know, offense is clicking like you know, he's hoping it will be?
5: Uh, it, we had Big Ten Network on, and it just came on at this hour. I didn't put it on intentionally. You've had Big Ten sure Network on it. for
3: hours. Hey, by the sure way, with the uh, w- w-
5: with the McNamara injury, is that going to be taken into account when uh, Brian Ferentz is looking for a paycheck at the end of the year? I mean,
6: yeah, like... there's got to be some fine print there, right, Sam? Who cares?
5: What's your problem, Sam?
3: What do you I mean, mean? He's, who cares? he's the, his, the offense scored 19. Okay, you take out you take out the amazing Cooper DeGene punt return for a touchdown, and he put up nineteen. You don't bangle feel, points. You
5: don't feel bad for Cade McNamara. like he thought no, I this is like a br- like a but, fresh start. Yeah, and then he's just been banged up the entire time. It's
6: proof that. I mean, he did invite you yeah. though to talk trash about the offense.
5: Listen, you could put you could put uh, Jalen Hurts in Iowa's offense, and they'd still put up nineteen points a game. Oh, you oh, so you're Oof. you're over Brian Ferentz. Oh yeah. Even the new deep fake that was out. Did you, you see that? They sent a new deep fake. A Somebody new one?
6: tweeted it over to us. There's, no, there's deep like deep four fake. of them now. now. Now that site can't stop making them.
5: It's so good. I love that Twitter. I didn't know it was that, that it was a one Twitter page. I'm a big fan of that guy. He's very talented. Anywho. All right. Let's get back to real stuff here. Uh, okay. All right. So we, are, we are over uh, Iowa football for the year 2023. Um, now we move over to uh, a storyline that, was hoping never existed, but apparently here we are. And even the people involved in the storyline are starting to uh, starting to get a little a little thin on caring about it themselves. Uh, the Taylor Swift crap with Travis Kelsey that I feel like we've been at the forefront of condemning anybody who has been hyping this stuff up and constantly showcasing it and all the other things that come along with it. Well, the Kelsey brothers jason kelsey travis kelsey talked about it on their new heights podcast and they kind of feel the same way we all do is the nfl overdoing it what
0: is your honest opinion not i think take away, i think everybody's take away just like overwhelmed your feelings with for it. taylor what is your honest opinion <laughs> on how the nfl is treating celebrities at games i think it's fun
6: when they show uh who all is at the game you know i think uh I think it brings a little bit more to the atmosphere, brings a little bit more to, to what you're watching. But at the same time, I think uh, they're overdoing it. They're, they're overdoing it a little bit, for sure, especially my situation. Right. I think they're, they're just trying to have fun with it. And um, a, lot of, uh, a lot of the people
0: watching, go ahead, let's hear it. I just think the NFL is not used to celebrities coming to the games. Like basketball has to figure it out. They're all courtside. They're sitting there. They show them once or twice, and then, and then they, but they get back to the game. NFL is like, oh, look at all these A-list celebrities in the game. Keep showing them, show them, show them, show them. Dude, listen, you show them once, let them know they're there. Maybe after a touchdown, you get a little clip, but it, you can't, you can't be overboard with it. Yeah. People are there to watch the game, right? All
5: right, good. At least somebody's starting to think reasonably about this whole thing.
0: <laughs> I, I
6: love Jason Kelsey. He just seems like the coolest dude. I mean, I just his perspective on most things. I, I think he gets it. I think he understood too. Like, it had to be acknowledged on their podcast. I do feel like if you listen to like Travis's responses, like your feelings aside for Taylor and he kind of like laughs and just the way they're talking about it, it feels like behind the scenes it's been constructed to be this. And I think the tough thing for Travis Kelsey to say like, well, the NFL's overdoing this is like, well, then so are advertisers that have you on every single commercial during the break. Like, during breaks between football, you still see Travis Kelsey. You'll still see Taylor Swift. I mean, you're not – the NFL and the the production behind the scenes can change how often they show her in a game, but they can't change all the commercials that have been shot that are being run during those games too. I mean, like, this is the bed that I think the NFL made. The NFL tends to, whenever they're trying to accomplish something, which it feels like this is they're trying to bring in a different demographic – to the sport, they always overcorrect. They always just jerk the wheel way too far in one direction. And, and they find themselves in a spot where then people are like, this is too noticeable. You could have been subtle about it, but instead you had to hammer us in the head with Taylor Swift for like two weeks straight where we just don't get a break of this instead of subtly weaving it in throughout the course of the season. I mean, we're not even at the halfway point and these guys have to talk about it because people are already sick of it. I mean, that, that, that doesn't help grow your audience. That's, that's a flash in the pan where you get people to tune in for one or two games and then they're back out again. That's how it feels at least.
4: It could possibly villainize Travis Kelsey as well in, in a way. And, and you, don't want, you don't want something that is supposed to propel you and and be a positive for you to turn into something that becomes a hindrance or something that derails your popularity what you have going on. I mean, I've seen people come out and and have you know interesting things to say about the, you know, him doing the Pfizer commercial, stuff like that and what they've said to all those things regardless of Taylor Swift, probably so. But with all of the Taylor Swift coverage One, it's like, is this a real relationship? Which, in the end, it's none of our freaking business if it's real or if it's not. Whatever their their deal is, is their deal. But the minute you make it what it's been made into, then now it's up for all kinds of scrutiny, all kinds of people dissecting it. it. It's just hard, man. You know. Let me ask
6: you this, because you, I mean, like, you don't think that once you make that, you know high profile relationship public you don't think that that's then warranted for everyone to discuss and talk about
4: yes it is warranted okay if 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 it's covered the way that this has been covered if it's out there the way that this is out there it, it 100% 100 is warranted you know people have dated high profile people for a long time like that's not anything <clears throat> new so you, you you don't have to be front and yeah. center with your relationships yeah, or the people that you're so you know what you're close with in your personal life.
5: What up, Elevens?
4: Huh? Hey, what's up, Mr. Nichols? Yeah.
5: Talk about dating like uh, high-profile celebrities. Come on. You
4: know? yeah. yeah. Sometimes that stuff hits and and sometimes the the popularity that or the fame that goes along with it or we because this ready. is one thing that people have to understand. When you date somebody that's very high profile, it can go one or two ways. How and it's it always, go? it's nice. It's it's like yeah. for moments, it can probably be considered to be nice, the perks perks of it all. but well, What's a perk of it? Can, can you give me a perk?
5: I don't know. Yeah. I don't we know. Living vicariously through you, what's it like to date a celebrity? Yeah. What are we talking about here?
4: I mean, that would probably be more Q than me, you know? Yeah.
5: I don't know.
0: No. See, and as you, see, as you can
4: see, as you can see, G code always is G code for me. Like I've never, that's I've I mean. never that's publicized G-code, anyone right. I've ever dated. I've never that's done right. that, and you I, can't I, put I him never blast will. Like that, that's
6: G-code.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I just G code. G gentleman like
6: code, by the way. You keep gentleman,
4: gentleman yeah, code. That's yeah. right, gentlemen. That's yeah. definitely gentleman G code. Because yeah, I, I would never put right who I was dealing with in my personal life whether famous like famous enough to be paid attention to in the public and and people start scrutinizing it and all kinds of different things like it's just never been my thing serena isn't the only like she's not the most like well it might be i'm just saying she's not the only famous person i i I was friends with when i played ball But I protected our relationship, and I never, I never made it a public thing. I never talked about it. We never made it a thing. Like, there, there was a couple.
5: Are you? You were friends with Serena? Yeah, I mean, we were friends. Yeah. Yeah, we now, were friends. Uh, how many red carpets did you guys happen to be on at the same time?
4: I don't think we ever did a red carpet.
5: Red carpet would be sweet. I've never done a red carpet. That'd be kind of cool. It's really not. You know, it's not fun. What about like the ESPYs? No. That that awful award show. That's made Th-
6: this up? is why I know, like, like when Jonas gets that opportunity, it's just going to look bad because he wants it too bad. He doesn't want to admit it, but he wants that, that those sort of things too bad. No, I, I
5: just it you wouldn't. I, it wouldn't I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind.
4: He does, that. Just, bro. He, just, he, he likes the
5: whole TV thing and
4: everything nah, now. That's like, not he true. doesn't want to admit it. Yeah, He's a nah, big that's TV bad. star. True. Yeah, that's Him not and his true. golf, his golf expert buddy. Hey,
5: my guy Manolo, you leave him alone.
4: Manolo, he yeah. looks like his Is name, he on that show sure.
5: every week? Yeah, hell yeah, he is. We all are.
6: So he went from being like social media Instagram famous to now he's on TV doing stuff? Yeah,
5: come on. You know, get, what was, was he doing shy? before
6: the Instagram stuff?
5: Uh not quite sure. You don't know, haven't, haven't huh. gotten that far in our relationship yet. But you know, I'll uh, I'll check in. And I'll give you some feedback as to what I find out. I
6: sure love the decision making behind production on TV. It's fantastic.
5: I mean, listen, I'm just uh, here to do my job. That's all I do. Just show up and
4: Rob Parker does it every week. Yeah, Rob Parker does it. Of course he does. Come on.
6: What would Rob Parker say on Come your on show on. this week, for example? Like, what he would he say about the Wild card series? He's uh-huh. the luck.
5: He's the low, the luckiest of all time. Stop it. Did I do Can that? Can you give me?
6: Can you give me his input on the uh, the, the wild card series? N- none of them reaching a third game.
5: I mean, it, it, it's ridiculous. I mean, you you play all of this regular season, you get to the play, and you know, I mean, if if I was running those organizations, all four of those managers would be fired. Hmm. I, I had a feel glizzy like in, in my mouth. Yeah, he just want everyone. Everyone uh, deserves to get clipped, according to Rob Parker. But again, I don't know what yeah, the that,
6: unemployment rate in this country would be like 30% of Rob Parker. <laughs>
5: that, that is true. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm not quite sure what that has to do with red carpets. But again, I just think that uh, walking a red carpet would be kind of entertaining once, maybe mm-hmm. twice.
4: But. Now, would you have a suit or a dress on?
5: Um, I'm going to go with suit. Okay. Yeah. I already know what this suit would look like.
6: It'd be all black, baby.
5: Not true. I wore a navy blue this past week. Uh Uh-oh. How about that? venturing out. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am.
6: You're trying to figure out this
4: whole TV thing, huh?
5: I'm terrible at it, so there's not a lot to figure out. It just is what it is. I'm a radio guy through and through. Sweatpants, not slacks. That's the way I operate. Hmm. But, again, some people are different. So... There's that.
4: I'm glad. I'm glad Travis addressed it. Maybe, m- maybe now people might not think he's been involved with it as much as it possibly could. Maybe be discussed or stated. You know, that's that's what I would say. Because it, it just made you think. Uh, it, it made me wonder: is it is it all a gimmick? Like how gimmick. It, f- like it still feels is gimmicky, man. Yeah, it is. It feels gimmicky. Like, yeah, like, still feels that why way. would Taylor Swift be with Travis Kelsey? You know what I mean? Why, Like, what is the whole, you know, what's the catch? And, and the only reason why I would even think that is just because of how it's been covered. Or how it's been covered, excuse me. So, I, I mean, I wouldn't have thought that to begin with. Like, I heard it, rumors were bubbling up about, you know, them hanging out or whatever, like, that's cool. Let it be rumors that, that you know, are out there. But the minute it became this, then now it's like, you know, you got the old girlfriend saying, you know, taking shots at Kelsey and saying he's this and saying he's that for one reason or another. And, you know, everybody's trying to get their their next few moments of fame off of this whole thing. Like, it, it just, to me, I I, I don't know. I didn't like it for Kelsey, so I'm glad he came out and, and said he was kinda you know, thought it was too much because it puts it it puts it back into a little bit more perspective. Like let that focus go on to the NFL versus it just being purely solely on you. Maybe. Did Travis say he thought it was too much or did Jason say it? Yeah, he, he said they no, both he said he kinda said yeah, he, go ahead, go ahead, Jonas.
5: Yeah, no, they both said it. They both yeah, said he yeah, kinda, yeah, it's a bit he alluded too much. to it. Yeah a little too
4: much because here's the, the thing, thing right? Jason definitely said it say say a breakup I, I was getting to this before we got to 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 Jonas being on the red carpet but and TV to specifically the, the, the challenge imagine if the breakup like it, all those Swifties that are buying Kelsey jerseys and this that and the other if if some for some reason they stop talking and it's not like all the way cordial or maybe it even is cordial but they might come for him <laughs> The Swifties might come for him. You might see him start burning jerseys, this, that, and the other. And my, oh, the ex girlfriend was right. Like, this stuff could go horribly wrong. It could backfire horribly bad. Isn't
5: the Swifties?
4: Bro, yes. Yes. Wow. Have you ever heard of the Beehive? They have canceled oh. people. Like,. These these people that these 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 celebrities that have the type of fan bases that a Beyonce like un, like I hope you're understanding the magnitude of of a Taylor Swift like he could they they could ruin his career. That's how like that's how powerful these fan bases are these days. Depending on what happens and how it happens and how they 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 kind of internalize it if they get behind something that is derogatory and bad because this is what happened and you don't do that to taylor and da 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 this and that it could get bad like bad bad
5: well i mean listen i I, this could also all be a front like maybe she's dating joe tooney and travis kelsey's just the guy you know taking all the shine you know it could Mm -hmm. be all like a diversionary tactic just saying there's possibilities here just
4: got to be careful in them situations man You don't want to hurt yourself under, like, you know, it's like unnecessary. It's an unnecessary risk.
5: Well, listen, I mean, if you're the Swifties, if you don't like the way this ends up, then, you know, stay out of our league. All right, go do something else. I, I think I'm, I'm I'm over this conversation. Officially. I am too, definitely. Yeah. Uh, it is two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. All right, so coming up next, we are going to find out exactly – what happened with one situation in the NFL involving a starting quarterback? We're getting some mixed signals, but we'll get into that, and we'll find out from our NFL expert and insider next here on FSR.
0: Be sure to catch live
5: editions of Two Pros in a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports
2: Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
5: on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!
0: Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye.
5: Two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports Radio. We are going to have a Thursday night football edition of Over Unders coming up here in about 20 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. But right now we turn it over to Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB, at Albert Breer on Twitter or X or whatever the hell they're calling it now. Albert, what's happening? How's your Thursday?
2: I'm good. How are you guys doing?
5: We're good. Um, trying, yeah. to, trying to figure out... What the hell happened with Deshaun Watson last week that led to him being a late scratch and Dorian Thompson Robinson getting the start?
2: Well, I mean, it was, you know, I think you guys all saw the hit that he took the week before against Tennessee, and, um, you know, I know, like, when he came out of the, um, when he came out for practice on Friday, he could barely lift his arm above his shoulder and then it got better and, and I don't know, Brady, you might have better experience with this than than any, than any of the rest of us, but um, I, you know my understanding was he thought he'd be okay on Saturday and then Sunday it just wasn't there for him. So I mean I, I, I think it was just one of those things where there's a new injury and something that he was dealing with and um, Sunday was just the wrong day to try to play through it.
6: Yeah, I guess the hard thing for me to understand is they said he was cleared to play. Well, I don't know many doctors who would say, yeah, this guy's cleared if he can't lift his arm above his shoulder, especially as a quarterback. So that that's right. what's surprising and, but, about
2: you know, it. Yeah, I, mean, I know that that was the case on Friday. You know, so uh, I, I don't know, Brady. I mean, you know, him saying he feels better on Saturday and it looking like he's going to be ready to play on Saturday and then it reversing itself. Yeah, I mean, I... Like I said, like the only explanation I can come up with was
6: Sunday was the wrong day to, pull, to try to push through it. Yeah, I, I guess um, it's just kind of tough when it's a divisional game. It's one in which, you know, you've got yeah. a rookie quarterback who's behind you. You've got to feel a little pressure wanting to be in there and play. I, I'm more kind of curious at the New England Patriots, Albert. I know you're very in tune with everything there. Where are they at? With the season as far as Bill Belichick, Mac Jones, they're obviously making a move for J.C. Jackson uh, as as a need with uh, Gonzalez being out for the rest of the season. But I just I feel like this is not headed towards your typical like Patriots figuring it out and a playoff team by the end of the year.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I certainly think you know, like Mac Jones has got a lot on the line, and um, you know, I, I, I he's had some real ups and downs in that building over the course of the last couple of years. After a really strong rookie year, he, you know, there were some people he rubbed the wrong way last year. I think through the spring and summer, he was able to kind of restore his standing in the building um, with Bill O'Brien coming in as his new offensive coordinator, and there's a lot of good feeling there. You know, and now you have, you know, what happened in week three with Sauce Gardner and and then the way he played against Dallas where it seems almost like an out-of-body experience. Like, he was trying to be Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes out there, and obviously, you know, that's not what he is. And so, yeah, I mean, I think there's a new set of questions with Matt Jones. Um, You know, with the Christian Gonzalez injury, it's interesting, Brady. You know, their receiver position, their tackle position – has been a problem for, you know, the better part of the year. And they haven't done so much to address it. You know, I know that there are definitely some questions. Okay, so Belichick loses a defensive player, and he immediately presses a button to go fill that hole. But there wasn't the same urgency on offense. And then as for Belichick himself, you know, I don't think Kraft would fire him. Um, I don't. But I don't think Kraft is happy with the way the roster's been constructed and the way that they've drafted over the last five years or so. And so the one thing I, I, I could see happening is if there's some sort of organizational restructure where they either bring in a strong personnel or they empower the personnel department and they change the organization is structured, if the if Kraft tries to do that, if this season goes the wrong way, does Bill throws his hands up and say, "Hell with it, I'm out of here when he's that close to the Schuwell record. I'm not sure, you know, but That's the one scenario I could see where maybe he's not the coach in 2024. I'd be surprised if he was fired, but I could definitely see Robert Kraft doing some things that might piss him off to the point where he might leave.
4: A.B., what does stay away from the facility mean? (laughs) Like, Is it that bad with Claypool? (laughs) Claypool. What, What does it mean? Can you, give us, us the, can you give us the inside deciphering of "stay away from the stay away from us"? What, what does that mean for Claypool and, and the Bears? Basically, saying that.
2: Well, here's a good tip: if the Steelers are giving up on a receiver, do not go and acquire that guy, because mm-hmm. the Steelers are pretty good at knowing that position and knowing when to let go of those guys. And um, you know, I, I I think guys, this is one that hasn't worked out from the start. It didn't work out. In the moment, you know, when they traded for him last year to try to give Justin Fields another weapon, that didn't work. Um, this season, it hasn't worked. And I, I don't know. I mean, it, just, it feels like he's an ultra-talented kid who isn't a bad kid, but is very uh, moody and mercurial and sensitive. And, I, you know, I, I, it's hard to explain it because it just it feels like the, the Bears now and the Steelers before them have invested a lot in trying to develop him. And trying to get the most out of, again, like, what is a very, very physically talented athlete. And for one reason or another, it just hasn't worked. And, um, you know, I know one way, to, one way to wind up on the outs is to publicly criticize uh, the organization. You saw J.C. Jackson do it. What was that on Monday? And he gets traded the next day. To me, this is the same sort of thing. Where they had an internal issue with Chase Claypool, and once it became a public issue... That was when they decided enough was enough. And, you know, I think they were already trending towards this just isn't working out. You know, obviously now it's gone beyond that.
5: Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. So keeping it with the Bears, uh, who are obviously kicking off week five later on tonight in Washington, I mean, this whole thing, Eberflu's fields, it feels like we're heading towards either one or both being gone. What's the sense that you get from talking to people about how this thing is going to end up in Chicago?
2: Well, we've seen the McCaskies have a quick trigger before, right? Like, so they got rid of Mark Trestman and Phil Emery after years. They got rid of John Fox after three years. So they've had a quick trigger before when they don't think things are going right. And I think like, the tipping point for Eberflus might be the Allen Williams thing. And that, like, that hire, um, the defensive coordinator hire wasn't really working out. And I think Eberflus was on the, on, the, uh, on the verge of taking over play calling on defense before the you-know-what hit the fan with Allen Williams. And the way the, the, the McCaskies envisioned Eberflus when they hired him was it like an over-the-top coach. They didn't want a play caller. They didn't think that that worked out when they had Matt Nagy there. So now they have what they didn't want, and Iberple is calling the defense. We're not sure where the offense is with Luke Gets, although it did look better last week, and the young quarterback hasn't been developed. And so... I think that that you know could certainly lead to some bigger questions at the end of the year. I know a lot of people are talking, pointing at this week because you have the mini buy after the Thursday night game. I'd be surprised if they fired him after just 21 games, but I think he certainly has to do something to win his job back for 2024 the rest of the year. And then, of course, you know if Matt Eberflus is gone and you've got a high draft pick, then Justin Fields certainly could wind up being gone too. And even if Eberflus is back, if he doesn't play well then, you know, again, like, having the high draft pick could wind up dictating what they do a quarterback. Like, put it this way, guys. Like, I think if Caleb Williams was available in last year's draft, they probably would have traded Justin Fields. And so, like, I just think the combination of all of these things put Justin Fields in a spot where he's going to play really, really well to be the quarterback of the Bears next year.
6: Is, uh, is Desmond Ritter... I don't want to say on a hot seat, but but are they starting to get impatient yeah. with him in Atlanta right now? Is there a chance? I mean, that I don't know what other direction they'd, they'd go, but uh, is there a thought that they're well, not going to give him this entire season?
2: Well, they have Taylor Heineke on the roster. Um, so, you know, I, I don't think anybody is under the illusion that Taylor Heineke would step in and be the long-term answer. But he does give you, uh, I, I'd say, a confident starting quarterback option if you decide – like that Ritter isn't the guy. And I think you'd have to get to the point where you don't feel like you can sell Desmond Ritter to the locker room anymore. Uh, and certainly they could be getting close to that now, Brady. Uh, but I, I don't, like, I think the way you want to look at Desmond Ritter anyway, like, when they decided, when Arthur Smith and T- Terry Fondo decided to go with him, this was sort of a treadwater option. Like, they tried to go all in on Deshaun Watson a year ago, but they've been careful about picking their spot when it comes to that and obviously they've had high draft picks and not taken quarterbacks the last couple of years. When they go all in on a quarterback, they want to be all in on the guy. And, you know, like I think that to them, looking at Desmond Ritter and Taylor Heineke, they were, there was this, this option to not spend 20 or $30 million on Jimmy Garoppolo or Derek Carr and just make it work with a cheaper option, be able to surround those cheaper options with better players because you have more cap space to do it, um, and then try to get yourself to a spot where an opportunity is going to come along to get a guy who's going to be worth going all in on. So, um, you know, I think a big a big piece of, 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 Desmond Ritter's, of Desmond Ritter's immediate future is going to be whether or not Arthur Smith can sell him to the locker room. But Desmond Ritter certainly needs to do a whole lot more than what he's done so far to have any hope of being the quarterback of the future in Atlanta because it's not like he was viewed as a guy who – you know, like the sort of guy
4: that you'd invest a top ten pick in to begin with. Ab, my my last question for you would be: what has the what has the inside discussions been as it regards or pertains to the coverage of Taylor Swift? It, it's become a craze, <laughs> a, a a ginormous story all all in itself. Is there any conversations in terms of how long this goes? Is this a campaign? Was this impromptu? Like I know everybody was talking about well, it or buzzing about it. What what was going on on the inner side of it from from your, you know, well, LaVar, if, if anything.
2: LeVar, La, La, Lavar if this is up to if this is authentic and real, then isn't that up to Taylor Swift and, and Travis Kelsey? Not up to the rest of us, right? How long this right. goes? Right. If this is really authentic, <laughs> like, right? I, I, guys, I, I think, um, I'm moving closer and closer to the idea that this all, this whole thing was dreamed up in a marketing meeting in July or something like that. Like, I don't know. Like, the whole thing seems so contrived now with the NBC promo with the Taylor Swift song and, and Taylor up there in the box. And I, I don't know. Like, I, I just, it feels to me like one of these everybody wins situations, you know. Like obviously NBC wins, the NFL wins because they're reaching a demographic that they've struggled to get. Um, Travis Kelsey certainly wins with the uh, increased exposure and, and reach that he's gotten out of it, and Taylor Swift gets to promote her movie and her new album and whatever else she's got coming out. So, like I, I think it's, I, I I'm moving closer and closer to thinking the whole thing was dreamed up in some marketing meeting because some executive had a daughter who went to the Eras tour and said, we got to capture this. And then the Travis Kelsey thing happens organically with the bracelet or whatever that was over the summer. And and they're like, that's it right there. There's our end. Let's go and get it.
5: He is Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. You can get him on Twitter at Albert Breer. AB, we always appreciate it. Thanks so much for the time. We'll do it again next week.
2: I'm glad. I, I'm just glad I could give you guys some Taylor Swift analysis there at the end. Thank
5: who, you. Hey, who better than you? You know That's hey, the way yeah. we look
2: at
6: it. I'm about. I'm. I'm, I'm about <laughs> done with this stuff, man. Let me tell you. Yeah. I, I want to get back to football. <laughs> it's you not know?
5: much. It is. I'm
6: just much. a football guy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm tired of the Swifty stuff. I'm tired yeah. of all that. I don't care if there's a backlash on me for all this. I just wanted to have like one thing, you know, for myself, and that was football. And Taylor Swift had to come in and ruin it. Yep. <laughs> Agreed.
2: Guys, guys, you know what I love? Like, so my wife reads some of this stuff like regularly, like on People. dot com. So I, through this thing, I've had to like look at a couple of things. What I love is like when there are sources to people's relationships. You know what I mean? Like, who would be a source to your relationship?
4: A loser. Your publicist. <laughs> your best friend.
2: Like, who would be the? Who would be the? Who would be? The, who would be the source to? Who would be like a source to your marriage? You know oh, what yeah. I mean?
5: Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's a very very fair point. Um, Albert, all right, let's uh, let's do it again next week, and maybe we'll have more on this uh, developing situation in the NFL. So there he is. All right, thanks, guys. The great Albert Breer. It is two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. All right, so coming up next, uh, speaking of traditions, this is also a Thursday tradition. It's another edition of Over-Unders, a special look ahead to the start of Week 5 in the NFL next year on FSR.
0: Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up top of the next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now. There's a coach in the NFL who is defending his starting quarterback, and you will hear from him again a little over 10 minutes from now before we get to another edition of Over-Unders as we kick off Week 5 coming up later on tonight in the NFL. We want to let you know we are brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com.
2: Time to put your money where your mouth is. I have been losing.
5: You know you're a lying low-life gambling degenerate.
2: It's over under.
1: All right, lead to lap. How'd we do last week? Interesting week Yeah, how'd we do last week, Lee? Come on, Lee. It was an yeah. interesting one, fellas. Come on, Lee. Guys, everyone took the under on the point total, which obviously hit the over because the Lions beat the Packers 34 to 20. The total was at 46. Guys, passing touchdowns for Jared Goff was at one and a half. Jonas was the only one who took the under. He had one. So good job there, Jonas. Passing and rushing yards for Jordan Love. This was a close one. It was at 250 and a half. He had 246 passing yards, negative two rushing. Oh man. So came just under Brady and Jonas. You guys had that one. Yeah, up top. As well as sacks by Aiden Hutchinson, you guys took the over at a half. He had one yeah. and a half up top. One more, yeah. And then Levar and Brady, you guys uh, took the under on Al Michaels uh, complaining about the city of Green Bay. Good job by you guys. So it's all gotten pretty close here, you guys. Levar obviously had a commanding lead before this week, but Brady and Jonas, you tied last week at three to two. Yeah. Levar, sorry, you had a, a tough one after being on a hot streak. You you had one and four, so now it's tied. On Thursday night football over unders between Brady and Levar, you guys are at ten and ten. Jonas, you are at nine and eleven. Oh I don't yeah, play you play this get, game
5: anymore? Yeah, you're getting yeah. nervous, Bar. Yeah, yeah I don't even want to do it anymore.
1: Nope. I'm out. I'm talking about. You still, you're still there, me. buddy. Still there at the top. Yeah. yeah.
4: I don't like this game anymore.
1: Yeah. Up top, Jonas. <laughs> I'm
4: out. <Yeah>. Went <laughs> high um, on that one. Hey,
6: give one to Levar. Levar, come on, man. Oh, come on, no, Bar.
4: No. no.
6: Down low.
5: I'm out. No. Come I'm on. I'll come on, Bar. A Lee! All right, one more. Ooh. Top Gunner, Top yeah. Gunner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: Lee. <laughs> I can't do it today. Yeah, dip can snap it, Lee. All right, I can't do it today. Guys, on to this week, week five. We got Bears at Commanders. Game total for this is 44 and a half.
6: Give me the under the and I'll lay the points. Under and land the points.
1: You took the over there, Lavar?
4: Yeah, I'm going to take the over.
1: I'll take the over as well, too, Lee.
6: All right, guys. Well, I'm gonna to- take the under, Lee.
5: I think I think Eric Bienemy is gonna slice and dice that awful Bears defense.
6: Hey, Lee, I'm gonna take the under.
1: I will mark that down. Brady taking the under and laying the points, fellas. Passing touchdowns for Sam Howell's at one and a half over.
6: Is it ever anything other than like one and a
1: half? Uh, actually, Justin Fields is at a half. Oh. <laughs> Um,
5: Yeah, listen. Uh, Sam Howell might throw a touchdown with each hand. That's how
1: bad the Bears are. I'll take the over.
6: I'll take the over as well.
1: Guys passing and rushing yards for Justin Fields is at 245 and a half. Over. He has to. I'm
4: going to take the under on that.
5: Damn. Oh,
6: man. I don't know if they'll be able to protect him. Um... 249 and a half, 245 said? and a half. 245 and a half. Um Man. I'm going to go with the under.
5: Hey, by the way, Sam Mustafer was a Golden Domer, correct? The offensive lineman? He was. Okay. Good guy. Good player. So the Bears got rid of him, and now he's playing in Baltimore and having a great year. And, uh Olin Kruitz is always quick to point that out to people in town. You wanted to get rid of him, and now you see yeah. what you got left. So. He
6: spilled in well for Tyler Linderbaum. Yeah. yeah. Played well.
5: What else,
1: Lee? Keeping it with Justin Fields. Total turnovers for Fields at a half. Man.
4: <laughs> I hate. I want to take
5: the under I, 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 I don't I want to wish bad I, upon anyone. I, I know.
4: I'm going to take the under.
5: Um. Lee, I'm going to take the over. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it just, I, that's a, a terrible thing, but it is what it is.
1: Give me one of each. Guys, LeVar Arrington jersey spotted at the game at a half.
5: Ooh, VAR jerseys at the game at a half. Let me think.
1: Oh, I'm going to take the under on that. Oh.
4: Come on, VAR. Can
6: I Can I just? I'm taking it? the over. Yeah. I'm taking the over.
5: Can I do, like, a, just a quick, like, some little research here, Lee? And I hate doing this on the air. You guys know that. Like, I like to be buttoned up before this segment starts. But let me just go ahead and look. I have some stuff I printed out on this top of a Lamar's jersey in attendance. Take the under, Lee. Wow. That's your over-unders. All right. So there it is. I mean, the uh, I feel like we're set and ready to go for the beginning of week five. I don't know about you guys. I'm fired up. Yeah.